Set me free.
program, we interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And... Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. who have an insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion, and love with passion and our passion who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution who would rather die than fall in line to conform who constantly challenge the norm who greet each and every day as if just born i say to you i know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact and in fact i know it best when i say to you i love you Hello there, my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. 
And ten dollars. I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off. For <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> Welcome to LWAFLMOYT. The acronym stands for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube, where we find full length movies and we talk over the movie. You listen to the podcast and you watch the movie. We, um, this is a very special episode. Hi, Carl. Hi, hey, Mike. This is a very special episode. This is straight from the archive. We did this, we watched the movie, and the movie was so bad that we felt that we didn't get provided at all. And also, the movie fails on so many levels. And we uh, kiboshed it. And we actually yeah. talked about this on my brother's podcast, and he kiboshed that episode. It was buried. <laughs> However, the star of the movie, it's actually his last movie. Uh, well, I have some news. Carl, do you want to break the news? Sean Connery has passed away. He was 90 years old. He just, it was, what is today, November 1? He died in his sleep in the Bahamas. And um, not for very long, just for his very final months, he had dementia. So he just went. Breaking news. The BBC is now reporting Oscar-winning actor Sean Connery has died. Connery is best known for playing the British secret agent James Bond across more than a half dozen films. He was 90 years old. Mark Phillips look ba- looks back on Sean Connery's life. He must have played the wrong ball somewhere on the 18th fairway. We are playing strict rules, so I'm afraid you lose the hole and the match. Whatever else Sean Connery did in life, he'll always be remembered for this. I admire your luck, Mr. Bond. James Bond. 1962's Dr. No was Connery's breakthrough. In Who Was the Best James Bond contest, he always places at or near the top. Yet he wasn't an obvious choice for the role, merely a cheap one, as he told Steve Croft on 60 Minutes. Ian Fleming wanted Cary Grant, or, and then he wanted uh, Trevor Howard, you know. Well, their salaries would have taken care of the budget. Yet Connery became the standard against which all other Bonds have been measured, just like Ursula Andress was for Bond girls. He took an unlikely route to fame and fortune, born to a cleaning woman mother and a truck driver father in a working class area of Edinburgh in 1930. But he became Scotland's most famous son since Robbie Burns. So famous, the Scottish Tourist Board turned him into the face of Scotland in an ad for the country. As a schoolboy growing up in Edinburgh, I delivered milk here. Connery had joined the Navy after leaving school with a sixth grade education. After a short stint, he moved to London, where, taking part in the Mr. Universe contest, he learned auditions were being held for a production of South Pacific, he got a part in the chorus. 
After a handful of smaller movies, his introduction to the Hollywood big time came with the 1958 release of Another Time, Another Place with Lana Turner. Oh, Mark, never let me go. Never. His romantic potential was obvious from the start. I got no excuses, Sarah. Unless being so much in love with you is an excuse. The seven Bond movies he did might have defined his career, but by the time he had resigned his 007 commission for good in 1983, he had moved on. He co-starred with his friend Michael Caine in The Man Who Would Be King. I'm heartily ashamed for getting you killed instead of going home rich like you deserve to. He was Harrison Ford's father in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. It is you, Junior. Don't call me that, please was a defecting Russian submarine captain in the hunt for Red October. You will go with the crew. The officers and I will submerge beneath you and scuttle the ship. And for his tough cop role in The Untouchables in 1987... Who would claim to be that who was not, hmm? He won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. Other awards followed, including a knighthood conferred by the Queen and a freedom of the city of Edinburgh, not just for his fame, but for his promotion of another of his passions, Scottish independence. He became, perhaps, its most famous advocate. We have waited nearly 300 years. My hope is that it will evolve with dignity and integrity, and that it will truly reflect the new voice of Scotland. Connery had other interests enjoyed from his home in the Bahamas, yes. soccer, yes. and golf. Three, that's worth two goals. That's it, skulls. <laughs> he was described by director Steven Spielberg as one of only a few true global movie stars. But he was more than that. He was a national symbol and a cultural icon. Mark Phillips, CBS News, London. Well, we, we did a movie, his last movie was called Sir Billy, right. C-I-L-L-I. It's an animated movie. Uh, well, here's the episode. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to Carl. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. And Welcome. Carl, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great, Carl. And you know that L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T acronym is the way you can find our podcast on your podcast feed. You can find us on Twitter with that handle. You can find us on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. And go to YouTube itself. Type in L W A F L M O Y T. 
uh, podcast to a movie because that's what we're going to do. We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. We want you to listen to the podcast at the same time. Carl, what is the movie today? Today we are watching Sir Billy 2012. Sir Billy. Billy is with an I, not a Y. So it's S-I-R space B-I-L-L-I parentheses 2012 close parentheses. And Got it. The channel we like will appear in Russian. It'll and then say okay. Lan Custer. Uh, it's like B backwards N. You know, it's all in Russian. <laughs> and then when you're with Russian. And then yeah, okay, it says so if you Lan see a Custer. Russian, yeah. So, that. but when you click and in, it says Virtual Studio Lan Custer. So maybe that's the way to search. But uh, that's the okay. channel we like. Find the Russian channel, click the link, hit pause immediately, back up the little timer to zero, zero, zero. You'll see it's from Virtual Studio in North and Cluster. Uh, and we're going to do a countdown. Very excited to have Countdown King himself. We please welcome Paul Brumbaugh. Hi, Paul. Hey, guys. What's happening with you? All right. He's got my voice on today. Glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. Definitely sheltering in place, and I can't wait to start watching Sir Billy 2012. All right, cool. Count it down, my friend. All right, you guys know how to do it. You know the drill. Let's do this thing, and let's do this thing in three, two, one, go. Glasgow animation. Yeah. And this got. Oh, we're missing out. Man, on the this film's already starting to blow. <laughs> this film's already starting to blow. <laughs> they shouldn't call them bagpipes. They should call them bad pipes. They're so bad. That's a melody. That's a freaking tune. like Haggis. That's a football. So Sir Billy produced this movie by himself, huh? Now, here we have a nod to James Bond because this movie stars Sean Connery, Sir Sean Connery. There he is on his skateboard. Right, yeah, so that is Sir Sean Connery's skateboard. This is his last. But it's like that James Bond montage. montage. That's right. This probably is his last film. I mean, as of 2020, when we're recording this, he hasn't made another one. He made League of uh, Extraordinary Gentlemen. And then this. Yes. The League of Australian Gentlemen was probably six years prior to this. Yeah, I have the date here somewhere. And uh, it was in the uh, – well, it's not jumping out of me, but it had been a long time since he was in a film. I think that he thought he was retired, but the producers of this movie, they shared a financier, uh, and he – it was all made in Scotland. That's probably why he did it. It's a completely Scottish-made right. film, and he's just recording his voice, you know. Uh, he's in, He was right. into this production. He's an executive producer. And there was no minions in this movie. He said, deal. <laughs> I had a minion. No minions, sir. Uh, sir, sir. Now, the people you know, I had a, this... I had a. Go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. The people who made this movie are – it's a husband and wife team, and they wrote this song. And I got to tell you, this song 
it really sounds like Elvis's um, I Can't Help Falling in Love with You, you know. You want to play a little? You could, you could handle the sound today. Oh, it's by Dame Shirley Ressie, uh, the Goldfinger singer. That's right. That's right. She is the Goldfinger singer, and Finger. it was Gold. Goldfinger, and it was, uh, uh, you know, Mr. James Bond himself who got her to sign, sign on to the project. Is she from Scotland, too? Is that is she No, she is not from Scotland, not even close. So she uh, is, of course, the Goldfinger singer, which uh, if you've ever seen the documentary, the theme song goes, Goldfinger, singer. Uh, Dame Shirley Bassey is her name. And um, yeah. uh, she did the title track. And uh, she, the last time she worked with Sean Connery was uh, James Bond's film Diamonds Are Forever in 1967. So right. I don't know why she said, we've got to get Shirley Bassey. I don't know. But here she is. Well, they want the Bond theme song and they said, get Shirley Bassey, you know. Now, when there's no people on the screen, it's really quite beautiful yeah. animation. This is the Highlands of Scotland, of course. This is where you get high. Yeah, is it like Hippie Hill and Golden Gate Park where everyone just smokes out on 420? Oh, it's very beautiful. I'm getting a little nauseous. <laughs> From all the flying. Yeah. Oh, I think we see something. Quarantine for illegal animals. You see, there was a time in which uh, a beaver that was not native to Scotland was introduced to Scotland uh, by other people in the UK. And it kind of wreaked havoc. Right. Uh, it, you know, it ate all the fish, and it just wasn't natural. It didn't have a predator. I don't know. So they made this effort to round them up and get rid of them. And this is sort of a comic look at that. Oh, well, very nice. Uh, was it the Hustler Beaver? Yeah. Because that guy, he caught that. That's right. This guy here is our heavy. <laughs> And he's, like, rounding up all the beavers, and he hates them. And he's happy to do it, you know. So these guys are on the part of the beaver patrol. Yeah, they're in the beaver patrol. That's right. <laughs> Typical heterosexuals. You know, uh, I was in the beaver patrol in Boy Scouts in New Jersey. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I still use that line. Well, not now. Right, you're you're a little past that in your life, and your marital yeah. status, and your parental status. Because I, I can't get out of the house. <laughs> oh, so well, are these guys the common? Here in Jersey, we we I call a number and 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 the, we order beavers. The beavers come to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Beavers are us. The beaver app. Yeah, we rope. use masks and dental dams uh, and female condoms. Gotcha, for the beavers. For safety. Well, they rounded up all the beavers, and they are going to take, but the beavers are going to escape, right? Well, one is, okay? 
Now, here we have our typical, like, fat guy truck driver joke. Right. Which is a classic. Which is a classic, yeah. Might as well be National Lampoon, Sir Billy, because it is a classic. I love how it's like Guardians of the Highlands, as if someone's going to be like, okay, I'll pay money for that. <laughs> I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy. You got my money. What minute are you on? What's your count? Well, I'm watching this on YouTube, and my count is 6 minutes and 50 seconds. Okay. I'm ahead of you the Good slightest enough, right? bit. Okay, now you'll see that he is out of candy bar, so he's frustrated by that. He wants a candy bar. But then he spies one in the, the well of the passenger sense. seat. Yeah. A rabbit's uh -oh. in the way. He ran over the frog, didn't he? Nope. Ski rash. And all these beavers are twirling around. What a mess. Uh -oh. Now watch. Boom. It opens and one gets away. Just one. When the bunny is uh, under the wheels, right? But unscathed. Unscathed. I believe the word is unscathed. Okay. Unscathed away. Unscathed? I'll take your word for it. I always get scathed. Now, you see it says beaver unit? That was my co car in college. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had that on the side of my car. Right, because of the pussy wagon, you can park in the, in the school with that. Right, you pull up in the pussy wagon, it's just so obvious. But if you pull up in, you know, like Beaver Patrol. <laughs> beaver unit. The, the parents are thinking animals, you know. Yeah. Now, you yeah, saw how high that... For you saw how high that cliff was, right? In the highlands? Yeah. <laughs> but poof, he's down at the bottom. He's wearing magic boots. Hey, what is that? Is there a beaver? So the beaver's like, oh, he sees me. Right. I have experience on my playing phone app. I know where you are. I can find you anywhere. Right. Find the beaver. So they oh, well, counted, They did a count of eighty beavers. Okay, and they're gonna when they get back to the place, there's only gonna be seventy nine. So this guy, our arresting officer, is going to go back right. to find the beaver, and he will spend five years searching. That is a big quest. Quest for beaver for five years. <laughs> right. Well, some people, you know, I mean, it's it's hard to live without beaver. Uh, and they'll go to extraordinary length. Now, the rabbit is sort of saved the beaver and kind of acts as the beaver's mother. A rogue police officer is convinced several reported sightings, right? So his beaver hunt continues. Right. Oh, so so it's five years later, and he's still looking for. But by this point, the beaver can't multiply, right? If it's a, a solitary beaver, right? It's so a it's solitary beaver, beaver. right? Be okay. Like 
Now we have this weird character that's a duck who speaks with an American Southern accent, and it doesn't make sense why she's in the film. So, so far, we this film is pretty grounded. And even the beavers don't really... Well, the rabbit talks, but... And now you got this duck, so it's like everything's out the window. No, no, all the beavers talk. All the beavers talk. And they're like, we are so scared! Now, this is Victoria. Yeah, and she's making a... She, I don't know, they think it's so funny. She's the stewardess and she's the pilot and she's the repairman i don't know why is she in this film why is she talking to the camera why is there a virgin uh, logo <laughs> i don't know virgin airlines now, now no, we still have not met our main character right and we're like 11 nope. minutes into the film now there's a human in this film yeah, this is guy delivering milk, and he's having fun with it, and he's going to deliver milk to Sir Billy, and then we're going to finally meet Sir Billy. Sir Billy is a veterinarian. I got you. Now so the gonna, humans and animals. We're going to meet this New York lady with a stereotypical accent, and uh, she's throughout the film. It's I don't know. Listen, don't blame Scotland for this. You know, they're trying right. to make an international film, animated picture, and all the animated pictures from America have these, like, you know, ah, I got a New York accent. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Kind of filled, filled out there. Yeah, and she was saying, save me these uh, uh, fattening scones or something for later. Put them to the side for me. There he is. Five long years. I mean, I'm obsessed with the cold case beaver trail. Right. I'm gonna stop it. And the beavers always just moments. Hey, child, look at me and recognize his own father. I'll find that beaver. It happens to be outside the gate as I speak. Now, who's this double This looks. Oh, is this Sir Billy? Is that or a mini golf? That's right. It's a mini golf guy. They invented Sir Billy is a human? Sir Billy is a human, and he is a veterinarian for about two seconds in this film. Can, can you blame not blame me for thinking Sir Billy was a billy goat? Right, exactly, and we will have a billy goat who's not Sir Billy. It's the dumbest yeah, thing. That's the thing. I they never once say this guy is Sir Sean Connery. Can no. you, do you mind putting the audio on? There is another you don't hear it very well with skype it's on right now so he said he just said it's been a long time since i've been in a jacuzzi nodding to to, uh james bond and then he just threw his hat onto the hat rack yes his, his red cap we get it he's political now here's our goat now this is the actor alan cummings um who was born sure. in Scotland? You probably know him. He's wearing, a, he's wearing the same Bruce Lee, Kill Bill, Battle uh, Royale 
yellow suit. And even in uh, Kung Fu Mahjong, they had uh, one of the characters wear that yellow suit. Yep, I remember. Alan Cummings was, he's never really hit giant, you know. He started in, uh, his first American film was uh, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Do you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. He was the one who made it good. Uh, the rich one. He made a movie with, co-directed a movie with Phoebe Cates called The Party or The Anniversary Party. Yeah, that was a European film, I think. But he's been around a lot of stuff. I mean, he he's has. always uh, he's a good actor. Like uh, he always, if you need a heavier or just need someone to play a role, he's good at. It. He is good, and uh, okay, believe it or not, he was in a James Bond film. He was in Goldeneye. Um, I don't remember him on screen, but he played a guy named Boris Ivanov. Grishenko, apparently. He was in Eyes Wide Shut. But then he was in a bunch right. of bullshit. He was in Flintstones, <laughs> Viva La Rock Vegas. Yeah. And he was also in Spy Kids, right? Like, he was the villain? In Spy Kids, exactly right. And he was in Josie yeah. and the Pussycats? What a piece of shit. He was great. He was great in that. I mean, he was all great in those movies, though. He made those movies. Uh-oh. Baruch Goldberg. He was in he was in Garfield, and he was in the Smurfs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's going to be in the Smurf Garfield of the Cinematic Universe. Uh huh. That's right. When Garfield meets the Smurfs. Okay. Now we're going to we're meeting the son of Sir Billy, and he's like an out of control kid. And it isn't ever explained why doesn't he live with his wife? I guess they're divorced, I suppose. I don't know. Um, this is like lost for the human. Like he's grommet right now. Oh, there's the butler. Right, and the butler's so he frustrated he's going to kill him. Well, you know, he lived in someone's house for so long, he just want to kill them all. He really is going to kill them. Hey, batter up. Yeah. Now, this is like not the mom. It's like a guardian, and she's frustrated. Oh, the Highland? Yeah. No. <laughs> Sir Billy's the guardian of the Highland. <laughs> is he really? According to this movie, that's its alternative uh, title. So I was going to mention, I, one time I had a temp job in the 90s, and this guy knew – everything about Sean Connery. And he was telling me that Sean Connery had a deal where he would only do a movie if you give him $10 million to hear the pitch or something like that. To and hear that's like the, one the reasons pitch? Why. To hear the pitch. What a son of a bitch. Like you say, oh, you want Sean Connery, you got to pay for that service. Or something along those lines. Like, he won't get out of bed for at least $10 million. Well, that's low-life stuff. I mean... How much money is enough? I mean, he gets three pitches, does the fourth film. He's got $30 million already. I, it doesn't sound right. He doesn't need to do films, and if he does, he might as well make the most money out of it. Yeah, you but know, how does the how do the money makers, uh, how do the movie makers make a profit if they've 
given well, all their money. How much money do you think uh, The Rock made? Good. Well, that's a good point. That's one of his best. Uh, but I mean, did it make ten million dollars? I, I we could look it up. It made more than that. But then again, you look at League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and that's own tank. And you know, so whatever he got, they pretty much lost it all. Yeah, that's not cool. That's the price to pay if you want to search on Conway. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't make movies. If I did, I mean, he's not going to be in. Uh, he's not going to be in National Lampoon's Open Micers. That's for sure. Oh, that I have an idea for our movie Netflix Open Micers. That won't even have a budget of ten billion dollars. Okay, let's hear your idea. Okay, so I, I do think both the characters named Loser and Loser should stay for the entire film. But at one okay. point, they're stuck at Thanksgiving dinner, and they can't leave dinner even though all this stuff is happening. So they have, they're have they stuck at a – so we do like a, a Thanksgiving dinner for 15 minutes. And the characters just want to leave, and they can't, and they have to go through the whole thing. And then we could say at the end of the film, we could say the characters get to watch what they miss, and then they could heckle over it. They could rip over it while the end credits go. What, wait, wait. So all this stuff is happening and they can't get out of dinner? Yeah, Thanksgiving dinner. They're stuck at Thanksgiving. It's only because of the Thanksgiving movie where, where they can't get out of the, you know. <laughs> you see the boobs? Uh, I guess so. Well, you'll see them throughout the them? film. Almost every woman has giant boobs. Well, we saw her before, and uh, she's got a uh, back, too, a nice backside. Now, the New York character has a sister from New York, and she's the love interest. But this film is so poorly done that we're going to meet her, there's going to be a love interest, and then she goes away. Interesting. There she is. Yeah. You mean I ride in the back seat with your billy goat? Well, it's like, oh, my bag is so heavy. Lady, I'll get your bag, you know, and... <laughs> and the goat's saying, oh, he's a wee flirt and he is. And it's, I don't know. Man, you know, this film is not good. It's not good on so many levels. Uh, Tell me. And it, it isn't even done like the script. It, I don't know. The wife wrote a, a book, a short, like a kid's book or something, about uh, Sir Billy the Veterinarian. And they turned that into a short. And then they wanted to make that short into a full-length feature. Now, as you know, this is like 70-something minutes. I mean, it's not even uh, 90 yeah, minutes. Yeah. But, Which makes this my favorite podcast episode. <laughs> but they hooked Sean Connery, and that was the thing that made people notice it. Um, and you said it's the wife of Sean Connery who wrote these children's books? No, it's the there's a husband and wife team who made this movie. Sasha Hartman and Tessa Hartman. Um, gotcha. And it it was called Sir Billy the Vet was there was her book. Tessa wrote. Um, and it was Billy at the end, so it was their fault. The spelling. This yeah, well, it's not explained why it's with an I. Um, right. And this has a trademark too, so I, this might maybe they have a TV show, hopefully, or 
I don't think this is this is eight years old. Uh, now, Scotland does not have a film industry whatsoever, so it was important to them to do it in Scotland, make it all about Scotland, have everyone be a part of it who was from Scotland. Um, even the music is written by this guy named Patrick Doyle, who's very famous in movies, uh, to doing uh, the 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 soundtracks, and he's from Scotland. Uh, he he actually has a role in this. He plays the admiral. But uh, oh, cool! I guess you know some Scottish actors. Yeah, very cool. Fifteen million pounds. That's pretty heavy. Yeah, well, that's a lot of money, to be honest with you, 15,000 pounds. 15, 15 million pounds. Wow, that is pretty heavy. Oh, look, there's the goth, uh, the, the grunge chick. This is the mother rabbit, and now the beaver's all grown up. And today, she gets to go on this sl sl solemn, slalom, how would you say? What? How do you say um, it? It's you get on a sled yeah, and slide down a tube. Tube, tube beaver. It's a slalom. How do you say it? Slalom. Uh, slalom. <laughs> apparently, it's a big uh, honor for her to be a part of it, and she doesn't want to do it. Oh man, who asked? I didn't want to see these bunnies. Do these bunnies go to Sir Billy? Like the Sir Billy's like, hey, Grandpa Bunny, how's that hernia? <laughs> the bunnies will play into it because they'll get into peril. Now you see her going down the slalom. Slalom? Come on, help me out. S-A-A-L-O-M. Slalom. There you see she's... She wants to make Oh, One time I got again. to this go to um, uh, where they had the Winter Olympics and we beat the Russians, and I got to walk one of these things. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's very cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, in uh, upstate New York? Yeah. It's um, – damn it. I'm so old. <laughs> Look at her go, man. He's pretty good. This is this beats the pod racing in uh, Star Wars. Right, it beats the pod racing for sure. This is uh, great. All I need now. This movie is like fifteen minutes of her just riding. I'll be like, psych. <laughs> They'll be riding that thing throughout the movie. You'll see. Uh, now the the brother bunny. It's not really a brother, but they grew up together. He's jealous, jealous. So he's gonna beat her. Uh, now it's his turn. He's going to physically beat her? What kind of children's movie is this? This is a children's book? That's a weird thing. It's okay. not really a children's film. Uh, with the big boobs and the, you know, death and peril. Okay, so everybody's going now. But look what's happened. Oops! Whoa. Over the cliff. Logged He's in out. peril. He's over the hedge. I mean, it's high, right. It's highlands. Pretty high land. 
Yeah, right. Mom, There's a lot of cliffs in my way. Mom's trying to help. He reminds me of that lovable Ice Age character who falls down a cliff. The squirrel? The pursuit of the squirrel. <laughs> Ice Age squirrel? He's got his like, You know there's a new Ice Age movie. When the squirrel shows up on TV, you're like, oh, I guess there's a new Ice Age movie. Coming this summer. Directly on your TV. Now they look. They fall into the numbers. drink. Oh, yes, yes, I remember the Scottish uh, song about it. Head bonk. Uh, Mom is seriously hurt. Yeah, that was a heavy hit. Rabbit stew. Now, Beaver brings her balls with her. She's going to help her mom and right. brother. Well, she is a beaver. So she's in the drink. You can do beaver skills. Right. Wow, that beaver is wet. You're a big wet beaver, is what you say. <laughs> like a river. A river runs through it. We want to do a children's film. It's about a beaver. <laughs> All right, well, that's intense. Oh, no. He missed his mom. Yep. I would have find the beaver. Six, five long years of drinking about this damn beaver. So now, okay, hilarity. Sir Billy will yeah, find out about what happened. He hits the James Bond go to alert uh, ejector seat button. Yeah. And the joke here is nobody cares if the goat's okay. Uh. So the people who made this film found that uh, professional animation software is just too expensive, so they developed their own. Can you believe it? Really? Yeah. But it doesn't. I mean, do you think it's better animation than uh, a Pixar Doug story? Yeah. Yeah. Life, yeah, that's <laughs> Are we watching Disney Plus? It's horrible animation, in my opinion. And we've watched many animated films, especially computer generated. Is this worse than Food Fight? Uh, no, this is better than Food Fight by a lot. Agreed. What about, um, mention it. We we watched uh oh we watched one with like battle cars like Mattel Hot Wheels that was pretty good oh what about yeah. a Cars Life too um oh Cars Life was pretty bad animation I guess I would say that Hot Wheels was much better than this and Cars Life was like equal to yeah this is equal to <laughs> Cars but Life it was a different look and feel but it was just as ugly. Now, yeah. it would have been much cheaper for them to produce this in Eastern Europe, and they had offers, but they wanted this to be a Scotland production. Now, they had well, no yeah. cash to pay um, Sir Sean Connery, so therefore, yeah. they, they gave him an executive producer credit and a percentage 
of the company. Um, right, which went bankrupt. He just was lending his name to this and being in it. He believed in it because it was Scottish. Yeah, because, you know, I, I played a video game. I think it was on my PlayStation 3, which still works. My PlayStation 4 doesn't, so that's a that's point. It was a, a electronic arts game based on one of the uh, James Bond movies with Sean Connery. Uh-huh. Maybe from Man of Secret Service. And they, uh, no, I don't think he was in that one, but the, they would reenact scenes. Like, it, it's like the video game GoldenEye. But the thing is, with, like, these henchmen would come in, and Sean Connery's voice would say, oh, I'm going to have to shoot them or something like that. Right. And you shoot about 50 henchmen. Like, you go into a room, and 30 henchmen show up. And you shoot them down, and you walk into the corridor, and there's 30 henchmen, and you shoot those guys. And it's like, when in that the James Bond movie was there 100 headcount? You know, yeah. like, how many people died in this video game because of the movie? They probably just had some shoot-it-up video game, and they got the licensing, and they just sort of yeah, worked. Well, GoldenEye is a great game, and if you have, like, a PlayStation, you're not going to play it, but it, to have a, a James Bond shooter game in the spirit with Sean Connery, it's got to be great. It's based on one of the movies. Right. Yeah. Now, this is the composer that I was talking to you about, and oh. he did uh, Harry Potter and he Goblet of Fire, and uh-huh. he did Sense and Sensibility, and he did – I mean, he did a lot of Hollywood movies. But he's Scottish. So he's in this. I wonder if he looks like this. How does Harry Potter theme go? It goes da 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 da. It's Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And so meet Harry Potter. Ding 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 ding. You know, Hermione composer. Yeah, well, he's paying his debts, I'm sure. Maybe he got a tax write-off. Did he get part of the company for being in this movie? Uh, you know, my research didn't show that. I think he just got out-and-out out paid. Um, I think comics just got, they just gave him money. You're a goat. That's been more 20 minutes. <laughs> now, they premiered this in a place called uh, Sonoma. I, I wonder if that's Sonoma in Arizona. But it's a special place because it's the hometown of John Lester, who's the godfather of the animation style in the Pixar films like Toy Story. So they greatly admire him. And so that's why they wanted to have it in Sonoma. Is it Sonoma County in California? Yeah, that's probably it. What is it in Arizona? Sedona, uh, that's right. Sonoma is where they wanted to have it because of the um, it's the guy who was innovative in in making animation. It's so funny. It's uh, this movie just reeks of a giant tax write off. Mm-hmm. So they all went to San Francisco. To get to Sonoma, so that's by you. Yeah, that is by us. Hey, what number? What time do you have uh, on yours? Well, I'm at thirty-four oh nine, thirty-four ten, eleven, twelve, thirty-four thirteen. I think I'm a little ahead of Just you. Let me know. 
No, actually, can you just let me know when you get to 3545? 3446? 3446, okay. Yeah. But why would you be in Sonoma County? It, just, it seems like this is a giant tax write-off somehow. Yeah. 3640, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 2, 3, yeah. 4, 5, 6. Great. We're in the same spot. I'm really excited. This kind of looks like a... Now, now Sir, Son Sir Billy just knows this guy's up to no good, this cop guy. So he's yeah, threatening him. This is my village. Animal doctor versus animal cop. Now, the 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 beaver and the brother are in the water, and they've been there for so long, and everyone's screwing around. Like, let's make a plan. Right. I mean, it sort of doesn't make sense in the real world. They're all getting together. They're talking about it. How did she get on a train? Okay, so now everybody knows that the beaver's in trouble. Okay, so our beaver hunter has found his beaver. So he calls up his old partner. Please come help me. And the, the partner's like, you need counseling. <laughs> So this is the 21st century, and they all have phones and and telephone booths, payphones. I I with Mario in the back. Get what the date is because there is okay. There is a cellular phone, and Sir Billy was like, "You call her on that cellular thing." Like he like it's a mystery <laughs> to him how cell phones work. Weird. Wow. It really does look like a skyscraper uh, office. Not that one, though. So the former partner oh, won't uh, agrees to help him, but don't tell my wife because she'll think I'm daft. Gotcha. That's the worst thing your wife could think you'd be. Oh, there's a squirrel in the background. <laughs> Wanted, Wanted beaver. Oh, yeah, I see that sign a lot. Yeah. College government. I want beaver. So the um um oh, I forgot what it was gonna say. Um Oh yeah, yeah, we. Okay, so as you know, the Scottish say the word we instead of little. They also say the word little, it's English, but they prefer to say we. So they overdo yeah. it in this movie. Every sentence says we this and we that, lassie, and we, 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 we. Maybe that's the way people talk. Yeah, why would every sentence have the word little in it? I don't know. It's like back when you called everyone dude. Dude, uh -huh. dude, dude. Scottish dude. That totally makes sense, though, because you're addressing another person. Right, yeah. One day, get a little golf counter, and every time you say the word little, click it. 
You might get like eight right. clicks, you know. These guys have eight clicks in a, a per sentence. Okay, so they're fucking around and this 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 river thing. Okay, so they found out where is the mother. And it's the mother rabbit. And she's like hurt real bad. She's bonked her head head. So they know in general where she is. So he's sniffing like a dog, the goat. To try wow, to so he's actually a Does this movie like grinds to a halt as Sir Billy uh does his veterinarian work? Right, but meanwhile the they're in peril down the river. I mean it should be over now. Yeah, they should be smashed into the dam. It's a long river. Oh, there he is, he is. Wow. Get your fat butt over here. Shut up, Billy Goat. Why is the Billy Goat dressed like Bruce Lee? I don't get it. Like right, a right, Bill Bill. You know how like that? Yeah. Well, you know how like some uh, cartoon movies have jokes for the parents where they make references to Kill Bill? Right. Maybe they could even be bothered to write a reference. They so I do like that monograph. They even once received an offer to go to from a studio in Los Angeles, apparently, uh, but they still wanted to keep it in Scotland. Here it is. Well, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was 2003. Now, he's like 90-something when he did this recording. Crazy. And, and get this. It's they all about like Scotland, but they recorded the voice, voices in the Bahamas. What? What? Yep, it's weird. Like, you, yeah, well, probably the only way you could get them. Took him seven years to make this film. Wow. Well, that's good. And it was only 70 minutes, too. So it was like one music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a bad film. Yeah, it's, it's way too short. The animation is ugly, right? Yeah. So. They got right. they caught up with the director, Shasta Hartman, and they said the film, like, was not broadly welcomed. It's been panned by critics. And he says, there are haters in any society, and anyone who has seen my film has loved it. We had a standing ovation at Sonoma, but there's always going to be that side to it, though. We're the David in a major Goliath industry. So this delusional yeah. guy thinks his film is great. And who's Goliath? Pixar? <laughs> I guess yes. And so he goes, anyone who has seen my film has loved it. But the thing is, Mike, if you showed me your film, what do you think I'm going to say to your face? Oh, that was great. So funny when really the rabbit the went over the cliff. Of course they're going to tell you they like it. You got to be a fly on the wall and listen, you know. By the way, we keep on driving oh, past old James Bond cars. Oh, uh, was this in the children's book? They think they're so clever. No, Jan no, uh, Sean Connery was not a part of. Okay, 
Here's the Admiral, and I think I was wrong. This guy is the composer. Oh, I got you. It wasn't the uh, composer-looking guy in the crowd. Right. Wow, look at that Batman angle. This is He's another James Bond car. Now look at the boots. Uh, uh, and the car number is 69. Yeah, just like James Bond. Now... He's just no, a fever to himself. Mike, watch the boobs. Look, see? See the behind boob shot, the front boob shot? These are great yeah. boobs. These boobs don't exist in real life. They probably said, listen, we created the own animation engine. Look at the the physics in, uh, from our engine. Mm-hmm. Like, well, there's a little girl with boobs, too. Right? No, she doesn't have boobs. Carl, <laughs> oh, why would you say that? Okay, now oh, I said it. Here's the dam. All right, and the dam has turbines. And the guy I thought was the composer is a rich guy. Here he is, and he's not turning the turbines off because that would cost him money. Even though it's going to kill a beaver. Right now, it's right. sort of like the grand opening. And they're going to meet with, like, I don't know. These, like, um, army people are, I don't get like why they're here, right? but he's unveiling the dam today. Oh, today's the damn day. Damn. So, Sir Billy shows up and he goes, I don't know how you do it, but I want, oh, I'm doing England. In his Scottish accent, he says, I want these Turbine, shut off. Oh, right, because there's going to be one rabbit going to go through it. Oh. He won't get his way. I love the henchmen. They're really creepy. They kind of remind me of Food Fight. You're right, Food Fight was worse. How's that possible? How is it possible? Food Fight was so sucky. Yeah. Well, this is pretty. Uh, this is pretty up there. Like, if if your child has watched every single film in existence, you still probably hate this one. I I don't think that kids would watch this film just because it's animated. I mean, it wasn't intended for them, is what I guess I mean. Oh, this is more of a, like an action film. Maybe it gets called Cool World on this. But you know what, though? This movie had an advanced screening in a charity-funded uh, thing. It was in York Hill Children's Hospital in Glasgow, Scotland. So I guess they showed it to kids. Yeah, I guess so. They're like, if you don't do your homework, we'll play this again. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a homework. Now, the, the bad guy is like, you, that beaver's mine, eh? So they're gonna. Right. Look, now the beaver's in peril, right now. Yeah, go for it. Scottish now, children of Scotland. She goes to her, and saves her brother. See? Yeah. But right. at the beaver's own peril, she gets sucked into the dam. Oh, in the turbine. Damn! The turbine's mine. Now our There's plane comes in and like screws with the helicopter. 
Well, I'm glad Vicky has something to do in this movie. Air Vicky. Right. They must have spent a lot of money in that helicopter. The sewers. Into the sewers of the dam. That's what happens to Waterman all the time, by the way. That's a running gag in Waterman. He gets flushed. (laughs) Waterman being your uh, action drama coming up. Yeah, and it's it's and they call he calls it a tour of the city. I'm not taking a tour of the city. Now, Billy Goat is going to bungee and help save the day. They know that, I mean, what happened to the turbines? We're supposed to chop her up. For some reason, they know that Beaver's going to come out the other side. So look, he launches himself and perfectly times it. He caught Beaver. And well, that's just cartoon physics for you. He puts Beaver on the boat. Oh, right. Now, what is New York Ooh, Lady extreme. doing here? Extreme. Bungie extreme. He is just there. Oh, look. And Billy's the goat. Billy. Right. Not our Mr. hero. Billy. Our hero doesn't save the day. It's not Mr. Billy. Whoa. It's, I mean, it's Mr. Billy. Billy goat's over. You see, what just happened, Mike, is they saved the beaver, so the movie should be over right this second. But no, we've got a half an hour to go. Well, that's crazy, right? Well, they need to save that goat, I guess. Because worse is like a a wet goat. Smells so bad. Smells so bad. You think a goat smells bad? Look at those ugly lips. This animation is horrible. They probably put in an algorithm, and the algorithm killed itself. (laughs) Now, why is New York Lady piloting a boat? Well, maybe she's a boat, you know, through the New York Ferry <laughs> driver or something like that. I knew a New York Ferry. He lived on Christopher Street. Oh, you're right. That was the New York Ferry you knew? He lived on Christopher in the Street? village. Uh, did they now, rent why control? is Butler guy there with a pair of binoculars on a tray? Oh, they look like sneakers to me, like high tops. Yeah. This movie sucks. It sucks. It's so stupid. Everything about it. It's just horrible. Right. And I don't understand why 90-year-old Sean Connery said, I love this. Let's do it. Yes, it's Scotland. That's the only thing. Yeah, I guess so. And why is the guardian or the mom of Sir Billy's kid on the boat? I don't think there's that many people in Scotland. <laughs> and the thing is, there. Sir Billy is like an organizer, a coordinator. He's an observer. He's not in the action, and he's our hero. Yeah, that is a little strange. Well, that's the thing. Maybe like with a children's book, you know, you have a character and you meet some new characters and those new characters are a lot more interesting, I guess. I guess. Nice cleavage, lady. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess. uh, Now, look, Mike, look, look. Yeah. For no reason. Hunt the Red October. 
a submarine shows up and the boat is now right. on the submarine. And you're right about Hunter for Red October. He'll go, he's going to go, reminds me of another adventure, you know? Oh, God. Why do they do that? They just got to stop. He was in a lot of movies. I get it. The giant head going to show up and he's like, oh, sort of, you know, or like. A... Right. Um, Highlander <laughs> movie with uh, that, right? Chop off the head. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Highlander. Yeah, he was great in Highlander. He was great in, uh, oh, gosh. Well, you know, the, uh, what was the one with that was like High Noon in Outer Space, like Outland? Oh, I tried to put that in my Netflix queue because I remembered how great that film was and that you can't. Everyone forgot about that oh, film. Well, let's, maybe it's on YouTube. Let's hope. Outland. Yeah. Not Outlander. That would have been good because a Highlander. Right, yeah, I gotcha. Wait, have you ever seen The Avengers based on this on um, the uh, British uh, 60s spy movie, uh, TV show? Oh, movie. he in that? Yeah, it was, he was the villain. When Uma Thurman and uh, Ralph Kinney like, went after him. So Outland is on YouTube movies for, for uh, but I mean it's with commercials or whatever. Yeah. Look out for that lighthouse! Wow. So the duck has saved the inexplicable duck. I guess they just wrote her in to like help with. Whoa! He's dead now. Look out! This man—he's been bungee jumping for the last twenty minutes. All right, yeah, move the trampoline, you dumbass. Yeah, they've got this tiny little thing that saves them. Ridiculous. It doesn't even bounce. It's just kind of badass lands. That's right. There's our love interest who didn't figure into the plot at all whatsoever. Why did we need her? Yeah. So uh, this um, Sasha Hartman was also raving. No, I think it was the, the wife who was ranting. The Scottish government put £7 million of above-the-line advertising and promotions into Brave. Wouldn't it have been nice oh, if the right. government said that they would support and nurture a film business in Scotland? So she's bitter about that. Right. Yeah, well, Brave was a better movie. Right. Weird, right? Yeah, absolutely, it's a better movie. They released a sizzle reel in 2010, and it was had this bad animation, and everyone was like, this thing's not going to work. And they just had their rose-colored glasses and moved forward. I don't know. Yeah. They started talking about this film to themselves in 2006. That's when they turned the book into a short. Okay, so now he's, you know, Billy the goat is going to die pretty much. And so he's remembering all the good times, how he trained the goat, you know, to talk. And Right. Now, well, yeah, this is, so this is out in these moments of time. 
they're now nodding to uh, Alan's work in um, Bob Fosse's uh, uh, Alan Cumming's, yeah, because he he won a, a an Oscar for it or something. I got that written here. I'm singing the name Rocky and seeing where Frisbee is crossing the airport. Now they're on the Titanic. Oh, now they're Casablanca. I get it. Movie references. Yeah. Of, what do you weird. think? He's going to die? Of course not. He'll be fine. But, 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 but who cares? We saw a life story 40 minutes into the movie. So it's, um, what is it, of the Valkyries? And she's got some sort of goat's milk or some bullshit. Right. And she's going to throw it, and it's going to save the goat. It doesn't make any sense. Who's piloting the plane, by the way? Uh, not her, right? Not her, right? Here's her pitch. She's going to pitch. Right. Never mind, it's glass, right? Right. Now, why would she pitch it if she's dropping it? Now the sun actually has a part in the movie. Oh, right. I remember the sun. See what you, you just said? Sun? Oh, yeah. I remember the sun. This film is so bad. Now she's yeah, doesn't really make any sense. Go, uh -huh. ducky. Go, ducky. But no one hears her, right? Because she's on top of a, a flying right. airplane. The audience hears her. Now, what is this magic elixir? It's milk. Huh. Wow, that's funny. Yes. I'm alive, Billy. <laughs> Why'd you call me Billy? You're the Billy. Yeah. Uh, did they take a, a national holiday when this movie came out? Like Scotland was able to go. No, even people in Scotland thought this was a piece of crap. It went. Uh, it, it spent a month in like some theater. Okay, this is the Russian. Um, this is like the Russian commander of the sub, and he's giving. He's going to give the beaver to. Oh. He's got the beaver finally. Whoa! Now what after all that? Yeah, he's running off to bang the beaver. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. That's the worst part. So they saved well, the beaver. I guess the beaver saved the brother. Up oh, another James Bond nod. Dun, dun, dun. So I what I oh, found a website that's like all into great cars, and they quote they get they put all the cars that were in this movie, and my research was like, eh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so I should be telling you right now, this is a Jig Jag seventy four sixty nine. <laughs> my, I don't care. 
How can a veterinarian can afford a car like that? Yeah, and it says Billy on the license plate. It's clearly his. Yeah. Now, look, he's using his spy and... stuff. Right. This is Billy, too. The other one came. Yeah, he's usually supposed to tip the cow. Yeah, at least 15%. So he just bonked. Parking brakes don't work that way, man. Right. He just bonked the car. Now, why? The beaver's in it. He's trying to save the beaver. Right. Okay, so now Billy will get into the action finally. You know, it's weird. They drive on the wrong side of the road since they're so crazy. But the thing is, since everybody's crazy, they all do it. So it works. They got a system. Right. Now, Billy, this is an old man with a big fat stomach. There's no way he can skateboard. No way. How do you know? Like, you never read the books. This could be canon. (laughs) He just jumped off a cliff and parachuted. It's just so ridiculous. Perfectly lands. (laughs) <laughs> everything's been perfect in this film the uh the bungee jumping the milk into the goat the yeah i guess so now yeah, well, the bungee jumping weird was experimental military place all of a sudden Oh, right. Well, you've never been to Scotland. That's where they uh, have the weird military. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. What is up with that? Well, this movie's pretty exciting. I feel like it's, it's, they we started the film. Like They said, you know what? Whatever we were doing about that beaver and the rabbit, Let's go a different direction. Right. In the middle of the, in the end of the film, you know, just, they set things up and they don't go anywhere. Right. Arrest that man. Uh, Hey, that's no way to treat the vet. Oh, you're a vet, sir? I'm honored for your service. (laughs) Stolen valor every time. Right, if you were a veterinarian, would you be like, excuse me, I, I believe I should get a vet discount? <laughs> Not that kind of vet. People always thank me for my service. Are you trying to take my, get my goat? I'm right over here. Now, you remember the partner, his old partner said he'd help him, but he actually screws him. There he is. He showed up now, the partner. Yeah. So the villain has the villainy mustache, mm-hmm. which is good. They all have mustaches, but this guy just looks like he shaved his mustache. He actually looks like a baked potato. This animation is not like, fun to watch, look at. Dude. <laughs> it's not easy to look at. Now, we, our, my eye is acclimated to it because, you know, we've been – I mean, we're knee-deep into this film now. It's uh, 
52 minutes. Look how much he must work on that mustache every day. One of the great things about our show is that I'll suggest a movie and you'll research it. So how many times have you seen this movie this week? Well, I had that little fire, as you know, so this is my third time watching it. So I'm a, I may be one or two less than usual. Yeah, I forgot about that fire. You are right? Yeah, sure. I mean, it was – the fire lasted like one minute before I had smothered it. Uh, it was enough to do some damage on the cabinets in the kitchen and – a lot of smoke inhalation. It was really, I wouldn't say scary because it happened too fast, but there was a second in which I had to make a choice. Do I fight this thing or do I leave the house and let, just lose the house? Because it was really raging. Wow, that's crazy, girl. I didn't realize. It was licking the grease. And the thing is, wow. it was grease. So I couldn't knock it off the burner. Right. Because, you know, it would have spread across the kitchen floor. Anyway, it's fine. We're past it now. I'm back in the house. It's habitable again. Look at those boobs, Mike. I know. It's insane. They're both of them. Left, right, left, right. Yeah, but she's a piece of uh, boob, and the other one's like joke boobs. Well, they need to have role models. Wow, she is from New York. She has a bumper sticker that says, I heart New York on it. Yeah. That's right. With the with, she, with the red, white, and blue. She hard it so much she left. Oh, uh, here's the duck singing about golfing. This movie's so bored with itself. It's like let's go golfing. Yeah. <laughs> See if I can hear the audio. Yeah. I can... Wow. Yeah, you should take up golf. You're the only American in Scotland who's not playing golf. And not flying the plane, I guess. See, a plane like that, a biplane, would not have auto autopilot. Here we are Hold in the pub puppy. with characters puppy we've running. never met before. Right, and designs that we never recognized. Like, there was never, like, I guess there's humans in this movie, but not that many. Like, this is like Link a, from uh, Odd Squad. He wound up in Scotland. And this is Ringo Starr? Yeah. Who's a Russian yeah. Russian sub-captain. You know, Ringo always wore these weird, like, uniforms anyway. Now Billy's wow. doing the thank you. And she's ready to do her flash dance routine. Everyone in this building. Yeah, it's strange. All the women are just, like, picturesque like that. Aside. Yes. I'd like to apologize for this movie. I'm 91 years old. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I saw an interview with him at Sonoma, and he was really praising the film. And I just, I don't, I don't know how he can. I just, I'm not with them on this. Yeah. You I know, mean, Mike, you know, I often say, like, the movie sucks, but it was good for your show. Now, there was a lot to talk about and everything, but I got to tell you, I prefer we had not done this film. It was just <laughs> it's torturous. But I'm telling you, like, I love Chuck. 
Sean Connery, and he's like one of those guys now, like Jack Nicholson, where they're retired. So to see him like do a film from 2012, and that it was full length and it was available on YouTube, I had to jump on it. But I know our show, we never play the audio. So it's not like we can experience Sean Connery, you know. But uh, I don't know. It's a full length. It's a full story, I guess. Or there was a story, and they just kept going. And Creepy. Huh. Grab his belly. I'm a guy with the fat belly. I hate that. You did oh, that well, yeah. It's you did that to me once in Fish Burgers. <laughs> we were in that pizzeria. <laughs> do the white years thing. ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was twenty six years ago. We were making fun of do the white, uh, do the Pizza. right thing, and you you had a pickle do the white thing. Yeah, you. I didn't write that. Well, because we were. Oh, of course you didn't write it. Oh well, that'd be too risky. I'm talking about Michael, nineteen eighty nine. You were way you were way into it. No, ninety one, something like that. You were. But uh, we're filming that scene, and, you know, I have to be in character or anything. And then you go, Cowboy Carl, don't get upset. And you grab my belly. And I like, so it's totally out of character. I was like, get off, get off my belly. If you slow motion that public access video, you can see your eyes turn yeah. red. Get ex they expand. Boy, they love this yeah. themselves in this film. They... Like it was such a great thing we're all celebrating. I don't know why like every animated movie nowadays or like Troll World Tour where it's just a jukebox, a song. It's like, we're ugly dolls and we celebrate the morning by singing <laughs> songs and walking around the village. Every character has a lyric. You know, I mean, like, yeah. and that's the entire movie. Oh, happy Feet? I guess Happy Feet was the best example, but it, there's no story. So this long dance number. It's not like, you know, the kids are like, well, I'd love to watch more animation. Hypnotizing. Got that kiss makeup. Happy Roni. We still have it's 10 good. minutes left in this film. Shut up. Even saving Christmas saved their dance number till the end. But this film should have ended so long ago. It should have ended when they saved the beaver. But this was always a video release. It wasn't like they were going to put this in theaters, right? I mean, other than the Sonoma presentation. No, they presentation. didn't want to put it in theaters. It didn't get picked up. It was in, like, it was in weird theaters that are, you know, off the beaten path for about two seconds, and then it went to DVD. Now his love interest, like, they've been... Together throughout the whole film. I mean, it's a 90-year-old oh man. Yeah, talk about a January-November relationship. Yeah, and Dear she's Lord. way into it. No way. Oh, I thought it was a Look at the fireworks. Everything's a celebration. It doesn't make sense. There's nothing to celebrate. Here. They're in Anaheim, you know, and Disneyland, Disney World is right behind them. You see the duck on the statue? Wow. She finally landed her plane. She decided to show up with the rest of the characters. Yeah. I had enough time with You know how much gas that biplane must have burnt? Damn. Yeah. 
Uh-oh. What is up with this dance number? It's going on forever. Laughing at shorter dance numbers. Yeah. Oh, James Bond. I'm off to have sex with my granddaughter. Quack. Yeah, right. He can't even fly that duck. Right. She has to have a plane to fly. Wow. Is this the end of Sir Billy? I don't know. He's got nine more minutes. Well, directed by popped up. Well, that's it. Yeah, We're going to chill out for these last nine minutes of credits and uh, just uh, we'll end the show when the credits end. Carl, what do you think of this movie? You know what I thought of this piece of crap. <laughs> this film should not yeah, have been made. Tough. The people who made it are delusional. So I saw documentaries about this film, you know, made by the producers themselves, of course. And they're right. interviewing the guy who did the music, and he's like, he loved it. He loved it. Same thing with Sean Connery. There was no interview with um, uh, Andrew. Uh, Alex Cummings. Uh, what's his name? Alan Cummings. Andrew. There was no inter I couldn't find that. Probably he was oh, what a pity. Like, reasonable person who was embarrassed. He was probably doing chewing gum radio commercials, and uh, and it was in the record booth, and they <laughs> just recorded it. Like, it was all in a day's work for him. Wow, this I movie, like so... I like I, him. He was in uh, this one in which he played Loki. Uh, uh, gosh, I can't remember the film. Like, he, he impresses me. He does horrible films, too. He just wants the money. But when he has his chance and it's his thing, he does some great acting. Well, he was really good in Josie and the Pussycats. I mean, that, that was uh, a good... Yeah. Wow, look at this. Sir Billy. You can't leave. Leave, Sir Billy. Go take care of a cat. <laughs> You're a sick dog. <laughs> The only vet stuff we saw was he gave a cow a bath and he asked right. the rabbit to wiggle its toes. And here's Scotland's finest uh, talent, Ruby Wax. That's probably the name. There we go. Yeah, Circus Sean Connery is like 12th listed. Ruby Wax played Patty Turner uh, in the film. Uh, and I'm sure she was buxom. Yeah. Oh, maybe in real life. Maybe they were trying to keep it, keep it real. <laughs> wow, this movie. So we're going to let the credits roll. Carl, uh, hi, Sir Billy fan. Mike here from uh, LWAF 11 OYT with Mike Spiegelman. Carl, hi, Carl. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I was, uh, that was atrocious. <laughs> I'm pretending we just watched it. It was horrid. Oh, yeah. I can't believe we watched it again. We uh, we thought this movie was so bad we we kiboshed the episode, and then we talked to my brother who has a great podcast called Proudly Reason, uh, called Movie Podcast because we wanted to at least talk about this movie. Uh, he never aired the episode, but here's bits and pieces. Welcome to Proudly Resents, ProudlyResents.com. I'm Adam Spiegelman. It is the first time you listen to the show. That's bizarre, but thank you. Uh, I've done the show for five years and then stop for a while because I have kids who are running around and I'm currently in the baby's room hiding underneath a blanket so um, you guys came to me and said please come out of retirement this is very important to me yes. um, we found a movie for your show which is a great show called 
L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl, better known as La Wafflemont. La Wafflemont. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. It's so easy. It's easy to remember. You guys are here to talk about a film that is so bad that you said, oh. This film that we watch is so bad, and it's really dependent on the voice acting to kind of push it, that we felt it wasn't uh, appropriate for our show, but it needs to be... Uh, announced. People should know about this film. So that's why well, we asked Mike, you. Remember why we didn't want to do it. Like we did the whole episode. We put it in the can. I edited it. I was all ready to upload it to Pam for Mutiny Radio. And then you and I both had the same thing. Like it was a bummer. Like we yeah. didn't enjoy ourselves on the show. No, I thought it's I did a terrible job. Yeah, yeah, it's a depressing movie. So we don't, we just didn't upload it just because we, it just let the bitter taste in our mouths. Like, what was that? So it'll never, it sits there though, just in case we're in trouble someday, but I hope it never gets hurt. <laughs> if you ever hear a depressed episode, that means one of you guys were sick or not available. Yeah, right. Ten flowers. <laughs> that film was all about Scotland and it was yeah. all about, uh, uh, Sean Connor. We should mention the film. It's called Sir Billy with an I at the end. And yeah. it's from 2012. It premiered in uh, Sonoma Film Festival in the States. And it played a couple uh, theaters outside Glasgow before going straight to video. Right. What, what's the other name of it? There's two names. Oh, uh, Guardians of the Highlands. Guardian of the Highlands. Guardian oh, Guardians, of the... right? No, it's this... singular because Sir Billy is the Guardian. Well, there is a song in this movie called Guardian of the Highlands, so that makes sense. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, the movie's so nice, they named it twice. It's always a bad sign when they name a movie twice. Sometimes they do <laughs> it just to get two different boxes out of it and trick you. Back in the day. <laughs> There's a great movie, Aerobicize, which is also called Deadly Workout. Nice. Um, so, uh, Guardian of the Highlands. So, uh, but you guys, what is this film about, and how did they get Sean Connery to do this film? Yeah, this film is about a veterinarian named Billy, and basically it's about how he saves um, these these animals that are in trouble. They're going to go over the, uh, they're going to they're going to they they're lost on the water in the river. They're going to go down the dam and fall over a waterfall, and he has to save them. And there was a, I don't know, this husband and wife team, uh, Tessa and Sasha Hartman, mm. they. The wife, Tessa, she wrote a book called Sir Billy the Vet. And uh, I don't know when she wrote it, but by 2006, they had made it into a short film, you know, and they just thought this could be a promotion, you know, this could be a, a feature. So uh, the filmmakers got Sean Connery on board after they approached this businessman in Scotland who was friends with Sean Connery, and he agreed to pass their materials to him, like the script and such. Did he get paid? I don't know. But that was the connection that got them in the door. And because it was all about Scotland, Sean Connery decided, I'm all aboard this. He's an executive producer in the film, too, and we're not sure if he got, like, money from it. This is the first CGI company that came out of Scotland, so it's kind of a big deal. Well, you know yeah, he got no money. He got, he no got money. an executive – right, he got an executive producer credit, and he got a percentage of Hartman Media as payment because – I mean, there was 15 million pounds thrown around here, but Sir Sean got none of it, 
He, if, if the film didn't make money, he didn't make money. He was on board with this whole thing. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I think it's because of Scotland. I think it's just because there was no film industry in Scotland. And the, I mean, these guys could have made their film in, in Eastern Europe for a lot cheaper. And they once got an offer from Los Angeles to make, you know, but they would lose creative, creative control. They didn't want that. They wanted it to be a Scottish story told in Scotland by a Scot Scottish film uh, company. And I guess that's why, I guess that's why Sir Sean was on board. Scotland. But let's talk about the animation, because I watched normally for the show, and normally meaning every time, but now I would watch the movie. Um, but Mike said it was terrible, and um, I have I just don't have the time. I don't have the time. <laughs> I, I'm in a pandemic, and I, it's only seventy three minutes. It's <laughs> ten minutes of end credits. The animation. I watched the trailer, and the animation. Maybe because I'm spoiled, because I watch Frozen and Frozen Two every single day. But the animation was so bad on this. Yes. But is yeah. that because it was the inexperience? It wasn't because of the money. Well, they hadn't. The professional animation software was just too much money, so they actually developed their own animation uh, software, and it was handmade. Look, you know, it has this. Okay, if you're looking at a human being, you want to puke. If you're looking at nature and the hills and the ocean, you know, the river, it's beautiful. It's really great software. But if you're looking at a human being, it just looks so unnatural and disturbing. But I feel like for this and, and what qualifies it for like for this show and maybe for yours, but is that um, the reason it wasn't good is because they weren't good, but they put their effort and love and into it. It wasn't like a money grab or like repeated no. food fight. They, they lost the money and then they had to like put it, you know, figure out a film. Um, no, you're right about that. These guys really love their own product. And like, it, Mike, it's just like when we watched Liquid Sky, right? Yeah. They were into it. They did the hard work. They believed in their product. They were just wrong, you know? <laughs> Same thing with this one. It really was a labor of love. And everybody involved in it was all about Scotland. It just wasn't a good... Listen... I give them an A for effort. I'm sure their mother is very proud. You know, so, speaking of which, this is a family affair. I mean, they also have their uh, uh, their two daughters are in this movie, uh, yeah. Valentina and a woman named Talia Storm, who's now a... See, Talia, is a, she's a pop singer in, in uh, England. She has, like, she's a BBC presenter. She does the red carpet. She's been on shows called Celeb Go Date, Dating, X Factor, the making... the Band making of a girl band, and then uh, another weird like oh uh, like celebrities driving type of thing. Like so, she's kind of a face, and she's young. They're both young. Like she's young. She sings a couple songs in this movie, but she's in her early twenties now. So she must have been like seventeen when this movie came out. Yeah, in twenty twelve, it started in two thousand six. I mean, it took them seven years to get this thing out. You know, to Sonoma. <laughs> oh, and her grandfather. Her grandfather shows up too. A guy named John uh, Fortune Fraser. In fact, there's a, well, a joke. Yeah. yeah, John Fortune Fraser, and it's ironic his middle name Fortune, right? Yeah. He was the guy who made 15 million pounds of financing happen. She, he's he's uh the father-in-law. He's Tessia's father. Gotcha. And yeah, if it wasn't for him, 
and the name of Sean Connery, this film wouldn't have been made. He does a voice in it, and they they have a John Fraser mining sign, like a little end joke uh, mm-hmm. halfway through yeah. the movie. Yeah. Do you blame we should... him? It's his fault. Yeah. yeah that's... Made. Uh, that's... We should mention. <laughs> uh, well. The Scottish, uh, the composer is a guy named Patrick Doyle, who's a famous Hollywood uh, composer who's from Scotland, and he does a voice, and he uh, did the score, although they did it kind of on the cheap. It was like the Hungarian orchestra in Budapest, and there's a couple of classical numbers like Flight of the Valkyrie, which the end credits, it looks like public domain music. It's a different orchestra. Well, he, Patrick Doyle was, uh, he's, he's known, he's Academy Award nominated, right? But he did Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. He did Sense and Sensibilities. Once again, it was all about being Scottish. That's why he said, yes, I'll do this film with you. So who else was in this film that was uh, of note that should have made it better? Oh, uh, Alan Mm. Cummings. Yeah, that's what I would say too. And, and uh, Ruby Wax, do you remember her? Who was that? I saw that in, when I was looking at IMDb. Shock, she was in Shock Treatment. She's in a bunch of other stuff. I think she's oh, this Shock pop singer. Treatment. So she's like yeah, a, yeah. a cult actress. Yeah. With a name like Rudy, Rudy Wax. Yeah. You would think. Um, yeah, and they're talking about uh, Shrek is another Scottish uh, animated film. You guys forgot about Shrek? Yeah, I did forget well, about Shrek. They don't like... Uh... Uh, how am I going to put the The wife got butt hurt, okay, about things that aren't really Scottish and they're just pretending. Uh-huh. Like, for instance, there was a movie called Brave. Also in 2012, it was a Pixar film. Walt Disney released it. It was about medieval Scotland. And she's really mad because the Scottish government gave seven million pounds to advertise and promote Brave over her film. Oh, yeah. she was furious. Furious. She reminds me of George Romero. The late George Romero, when he would be interviewed, he would say, oh, I, I do production films right. I'm not like John Carpenter with Escape from L.A. And I saw him drop Escape from L.A. like two or three times. So that's that's for Escape from L.A. is brave. He's bitter. Yeah. You know, even though this film is Scottish, uh, they break their own rules. Like, for instance, they do have Eastern European orchestra hired, and they recorded all the sound for the film in the Bahamas. Well, we got the money for it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Todd Fraser. Yeah, holy crap. Fortune. But the thing is, they want to say this film is all Scottish, like when it serves their purpose. Mm-hmm. When they're in trouble with money, you know... I don't know if Alan Cumming got paid either, but he is very Scottish, and he was born in Scotland in 65, and that's probably, I don't know if he got money, but that's why he was part of it too, Scotland. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's pretty, what do you think, once you get Sean Connery and you're like, this is probably his my last chance of working with him, but, or, or being a film yeah. with him, it must help a lot. So, yeah. But I can't imagine them not paying Sean Connery, but... But he owns half the company, which which is irrelevant now. Which is irrelevant because it didn't make the money that it promised. I saw an interview with uh, Sean Connery in researching the film for our show, and he looks great. He's in his 80s, but he was standing throughout the whole interview. <laughs> he looks fine. Away. It was in Sonoma, too, so he had just traveled. He yeah. looks great. Drinking wine. 
Yeah, Alan Cumming was not there, son bitch. Oh man, uh, he was trying to make some actual money. So Sean Connery, well, I looked up. Uh, he also turned down Lord of the Rings. That was dumb. <laughs> that was, that dumb. was dumb. The article said he lost out on four hundred and fifty million dollars. But I, I don't I think that's. I can see him not right. knowing. I can see him not understanding Matrix and not getting how could you predict it would be a hit? But you knew Lord of the Rings was going to be a hit before it was even made. They made three movies at once. It's like, don't you think there's a lot of confidence in that? (laughs) Yeah. He's Uh, he's hit it on the head with a lot of movies. Like, he's been in, like, iconic... Like, every generation can say uh, The Rock or Untouchables or Dr. No. And that's, like, good enough for one actor. The fact that he's yeah. been in those, Bond yeah. alone. yeah. So, but it's it's depressing when you look at his uh, career towards the end that he just didn't have, get a good break. That you know he doesn't have a good spawn song, as it were. Were the reviews of the movie that people go out and see? Yeah. So the they new Scotsman, it. they hate it. There's a, a new Scotsman, and I read it online. They refer to Gordon the Goat, the character that Alan Cumming plays, as an incontinent gay goat. Yeah. Yeah. He. He does pee on the floor. He wears a, a yellow jumpsuit like uh, uh, Bruce Lee and Uma Thurman and the woman from Battle Royale wears. You know that. And it's inexplicable why. Yeah, and he has like a monogram G on it. He's the only animal character that walks on two feet. All the other characters, they are they kind of look like Pluto in the sense that you have anthropomorphized animals and then you have like pets for those animals. But they all talk. The the rabbits, the beaver in the movie, they all chat. But Gordon's the only one who walks around. And what's weird about Gordon, there's a really poorly constructed flashback in the middle of this movie where, you know, Gordon's in trouble and Billy thinks about it, the time with yes. Billy. And, and Gordon thinks he's a dog. It's never explained in the movie. It's just shown in this montage uh, flashbacks where he's reading Identity Crisis. And my favorite scene, Carl, in this movie is the flashback of Sir Billy throwing a frisbee to the goat. And instead of catching it with his anthropomorphized hands, he catches 